Barry Barry oh. Rivers is online. Oh, hi, hi Barry. Barry. Hey, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Good. Having fun here in Maui, California. The weather's been between 83 and 92. That's very that's very very hot. I just finished an interview here with um, Maui Noka Oi. You know Diane. Sure. Hey Diane. How are you? Hi Barry. And the the uh, managing director of the Hua Apana. So we were just talking about the 20th anniversary of Maui Noka Oi magazine. But now I bet uh, you know L.A. You said you were there trying to get things together. The first light uh, screenings are starting up here on Thursday, and I guess you're still getting um, some of the important movie uh, studio people and you're hanging out with some of the, the, the heavy heavy Hollywood types? They won't leave me alone, Cindy. What can I tell you? <laughs> We're just having fun here. We're just getting some work done. And November's nailed down and December's probably 90 plus uh, percent nailed down and we just have a couple more things we just want to finalize and then we're good to go. Most of the schedule is actually up on the website right now for people to see as far as both November is complete and December is pretty much there. Well, and of course, um, you have been now for a while. I think this is the 18th year for First Light, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And every year you go, I don't know if I'm going to do this again. <laughs> That's true. You know, honestly, I was really, my kids have been begging me for years just to take a break and go skiing, which we've done previous to the, the First Light Monster. And uh, I was going to do that this year, actually, but we had so many big films offered us uh, with so many household names of A-list stars and quality, quality directors, and I just thought, you know what, this is just too good to pass up. So that's how First Light happened this year. In, in fact, I don't know, this is a, there's a great little site I just want to turn people on to that I, I enjoy going to. It's called Mike, M-I-C.com, huh. or maybe it's not Nick.com. I'm not sure how they pronounce it. It's sort of an abbreviation for microphone. Uh-huh. I've been there telling stories. Anyway, there, it's a great site, and today, uh, the lead story when I first saw it, which was about 4.30 in the morning here in L.A., I was up, up early, but there's an Oscar 2017 prediction story that people have to scan down a little bit to see today. But we have five of the seven films. Um, wow. The, yeah. The other two we just don't have because of format uh, restraints. But other than that, you know, we have, they include, um, well, I don't know, where do you want me to start? I'm just pretty psyched. We've got some great stuff. Well, I mean, we should mention that your your predictions and your films have, I, I think you've always shown um, the Academy Award winner of the the year, I believe. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we, there's only one year that we didn't when one of the studios that had the film that won Best Picture, which was uh, Birdman. Hmm. Um, they, they just insist on showing you the format that the Mac doesn't have, and you know, festival can't really afford. It's almost mm-hmm. 100 grand or so to wow. get it, or you know, as little as we use the facility these days. Yeah, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It's super expensive to rent. It's called DCP. But in any event, so other than those, couple, that one film, I should say, in the previous 17 years, yeah, we've had every single Best Picture winner. Uh, we've had, I mean, like I did the math the other day, just just shy of 200 Best Picture nominees and literally thousands of other nominations in all the different categories and you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of things shown. So this is the best stuff of the year. And we, you know, I like to say the best of the year, the best time of the year, the best venue on Maui. And that's kind of what First Light started to be, started out to be, and what it's called become. And, and it, it is for a reason that's interesting. I mean, a lot of the Hollywood and, and celebrities and stars do come to Maui yep. and and um, over the holidays and uh, especially in December, um, they want to see films and it's a whole different experience. I know they can get a DVD or they can get it online, but it's very different watching on the big screen at the Mac versus. Well, more more importantly, frankly, I think these days, especially given what's gone on in the last ten days or so, it's more important to be watching it in a, commu- in a community of like-minded and not always like-minded people who see 
you know, share the experience of seeing a certain show about a certain topic and really have a chance to sort of talk it through and figure out what they really think about it after maybe seeing it from another point of view. And that's, that's the juice that keeps me running to, to pull this thing off every year. I think it's really important, and there's going to be more so going forward, that people really open up rather than uh, shrink the windows in which they look at the world. And First Light is very much about that. Well, you've always always committed yourself to life-affirming films, but I think in the last uh, 20 years, um, the life-affirming films sometimes have had a hard time uh, compared to what has been out there with violence and anger and destruction and <laughs> things that... Yeah, and some of I the animation, some of the things are just going, ah, that's not a life-affirming film anymore. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I, you know, I, made, I had to make a decision when I decided to do First Light to honor the commitment that I made, that Stone and I made, that the festival has made, all the Sohanas people have put it together every year and the volunteers, you know, to the presentation of compassionate vision and life-affirming storytelling. And that is what, that, that is what defines June. That said, uh, I don't prefer to be an ostrich. I'd rather sort of be, you know, flying through the air, seeing what's really going on. So come each holiday season when we do First Light, I very much expand the purview to be the best the films that the studios and the independent distributors who managed to get distribution fuel and the best films of the year and the most award-worthy films of the year and the ones that they're spending real money on to try and spread the word about how good they are and you know, either as a film overall or in particular categories of the actor, actress, director, and so forth. So, you know, that way you really get a look at what's going on in the world. It's not all sunshine and light. There's a lot of that. La La Land is a wonderful film about... You know, two people trying to make it in L.A. It stars Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. These that's a December that, That's film. a December, yeah, I think, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, so we should maybe talk about November. But, yeah, know, let's just, talk about Thursday because, you know, it's just a couple of days away. It's so soon. Um, it's almost like a wake-up call. It's like first light already. But um, this Thursday is your first day, and you, you have a full day. You start at 3 o'clock with a, a – and, you know, I wouldn't have known about any of these films you're showing on Thursday except through you and reading because, I mean, I try to keep posted, but I haven't lived in Hollywood in – I don't know how many years, 30 years at least, but um, so I'm kind of out of the loop, you know, but you're in the loop, thank God. So let's go down the list of films. Um, and people may not have ever heard of these films before. Some you may have, um, okay. but, but people need to trust you, Barry. I know that's a word <laughs> that they throw around in Hollywood and Beverly Hills a lot. You know, I used to hear trust me, um, but in this case, they really need to trust you. And, you know, you've told me many times that you do. So I do, I appreciate absolutely. That. I hope other people feel the same way, at least about the film pitch. I don't get too hung up on what they think about me as a person. I just try to do my best. We love okay, you, Barry. So we love you, Barry. Come on, everyone here in the studio. We, we love, love you, Barry. Barry. <laughs> okay, right back at you. All right, so here we go. So there are two days. Of, I, let me say this. There are eight days of First Light this year, two in November, on November 17th, which is this Thursday, and November 22nd, which is next Tuesday. And there are six days in December, uh, which are the 13th, 20, 22, 23, 27, and 28th. So I know that's a lot to remember. Don't worry about it. We're going to start to really get the word out with emails and Facebook posts and, all, and flyers and the whole thing. So in any event, on the first day of First Light, uh, this Thursday, November 17th at 3 p.m., we're showing a wonderful animated film. We have about four or five, by the way, of the films submitted for Best Animated Feature this year. Um, it's just one of those years. And this film is called Kubo and the Two Strings. It actually played on Maui for a while. It's uh, sort of a thank you to a studio who's given me a couple of, well, many great films over the years, a couple of really excellent films this year. And I love animation, and this is a stunning, stunningly beautiful film. It's from the famous Leica uh, mm. studio, a Japanese animation studio, and it's sort of a fantastical coming-of-age story um, about forgiveness and kindness and embracing humanity. It's a wonderful, wonderful film. By the way, all these films 
and their posters and their trailers and their synopses can be seen on the MauiFilmFestival.com site. You just go to that uh, address and click on the link on the upper left of the navigation bar that says First Light Scheduler. First Def- Light definitely Schedule. worth seeing the trailers. Um, yeah. And I, we didn't mention Charlize Theron and Matthew McConaughey do the voices yep. on this one. They're, they're, yeah, they, they do some, a couple of voices. George Takai, who people have you know heard a lot from lately, is a wonderful guy. Uh, Kari Hiroki Tagawa also is a Japanese uh, actor who uh, who participates in voice talent. So it's a great film. Again, that's 3 o'clock. By the way, I want to say we have more films for younger people than ever this year. Good. We have, I think, four PG films and nine, I think, at last count, PG-13 films. We have a special single ticket price of $10 for those for those kids if they'd like to come along. Frankly, I said to a friend the other day, if someone has a couple of kids, they can bring the kids for less than they have to pay a babysitter. So we're hoping to see... Yeah, more kids for a sort of age-appropriate films. Those, those, that price, by the way, is only good, for, like I said, for PG and PG-13 films. Anyway, so Kubo's at 3 on Thursday. At 5, we have an amazing movie produced by a good friend of mine, and a lot of people on Maui know him and love him. His name is Mark Turtletab. He's one of the producers of um, Little Miss Sunshine, won the Academy Award for it, actually. So Mark's one of the producers on this film called Loving, extremely timely. It's based on the true story of a man and a woman who fell in love in the South in the 50s, mid-late 50s, his name, if you can believe it or not, his surname was Loving, and the case went to the Supreme Court. I believe the, the, the title of the case was Loving versus Alabama or Mississippi. I forget which one. I think it was but, but you, one or the other. We should throw in there, you didn't mention that the part of the reason, uh, obviously, he fell in love, but he was trying to get married, and interracial marriage was illegal at that time. Well, he got married. They got married in Washington, D.C., and then when they went oh, back home, oh. they were both thrown in, both thrown in jail. And, and They were thrown uh, in jail? Oh, I didn't know that. They were that. thrown in jail, and I believe the ACLU took the case on it. That's the case that sort of dis- disassembled the um, the lack of the right to marry between people of different races, which until then was law in many states, especially in the South. So that's called, the film's called Loving the Stories, Joel Edgerton and Ruth Negga. Ruth Negga is an actress whose name you probably haven't heard before. She was the darling of Cannes. She just knocked people out with her performance. It's a very subtle and beautiful film. And really, the, the case that they took to the Supreme Court is where the right to marry, uh, you know, between whoever and whoever, you know, gay people these days and you know, earlier on people who supposed was upheld and became the foundation of marriage marriage rights for all of Americans, all mm-hmm. America rather. So that's five o'clock, that's loving. Um, seven thirty, if people ever if people last year saw uh, Whiplash with Miles Teller, he played the drummer to um, Yes, great performance. Uh, and he got an award uh, for that one. He got the Academy Award. No, he he didn't actually Oh, did, I thought did, he did. Simmons, the guy that played his teacher, his really sort of hard edged teacher, uh-huh. got the award. I, I don't think Miles was even nominated. I could be wrong, and I apologize if I am. Yeah, uh-huh. he was. But it's great. the two of them. It's based on a true story about a boxer. You know, this is one of those boxing films that's about way more than boxing. It's about inspiration and love and loving what you do enough to risk everything for it. So after winning a couple of world title fights, he had a near fatal car accident that they told him to, uh, that they could. Um, what do they call it? When they do, they put the spine back together, I'm forgetting the word right now. You know, they can sort of, ah, they can, they can seal the spine. That's not the right term. Fuse it? But he decided not to do it. He wanted to go back to the ring. Is it fuse when and you fuse the spine? Does. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great trailer. If, if you if you like any of those Rocky films or if you like Creed or any like really smart boxing film, you know, this film is worth taking a look at the trailer. You can make your mind up from there. And then at 9.30... Oh, wait, 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 stop on that one. Wait, wait, let's back up. Barry, 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 let's back up. You didn't tell the whole story on that one. It's such an important story because we've been talking this up on the radio. Um, he, he had that car accident. His he, They didn't know he if he'd even ever recover. But he not only recovered, but he won. He came back and won within a year the title. 
Right. Okay. Incredible. Yeah. And it's a true story. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's a really you know just take a look at the trailer. Forget that it's about boxing. If you don't like boxing, you don't like sports films. This is this transcends that. This film yeah. really transcends that. It's getting a lot of uh, these guys have been all over the late night talk circuit for a good reason because the performances are just that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also stars uh, Aaron Eckhart, who people may remember from Thank You for Smoking and a bunch of other oh, yeah. films that he's been in over the years. He's unrecognizable, basically, on a, a quick glance in this film. And um, he plays his trainer. So that's a 7.30 film. Uh, by the way, uh, Kubo's rated PG-13, as is Loving. This is an R-rated film, believe for this. And the next film is an R-rated film. It's called Moonlight. This was the hit of Sundance and mm. Telluride. Really? It's, yeah, it's on, it's, it's on any critic that I've followed for years, best films of the year list, as the independent film most likely to have the kind of success that broke back mountain and other truly hmm. independent films like Birdman have had you know, um, throughout the years, especially in the last 20 years when you know, films like American Beauty and others, um, you know, who, which are considered much more indie, even if in some cases they're produced by studios, very much indie in spirit. And this is that film. It's a sort of a film told in three parts. It's almost in a, in, a, in a way, not really, but sort of like the story of Boy, if people remember Boy, um, mm-hmm. which was Cameron Crowe's film a couple of years ago that was nominated mm-hmm. for Best uh, best uh, Picture and also for some Best Acting was In fact, I think um, it was getting, uh, what's her last name? Not Roseanne. Uh, Cox. I'm forgetting her first name. She starred in the film as a mom. Uh, she got the Best Supporting Actress Award that year. In any event, this story is about a young African-American uh, growing up at three stages of his life, uh, directed by Barry Jenkins, um, stars uh, Aston Sand as Naomi Harris and Trevante Rhodes, and it's just has been getting reviews beyond description. It says, in pivotal moments during these three different time periods, it explores the ecstasy, pain, and beauty of falling in love and creating a meaningful life, uh, set against the backdrop of the war on drugs uh, era in Miami. It was a play originally, and then someone saw it, just flipped out over it and eventually acquired the rights to it for a film, and now they've made this amazing film. It's kind of late. It's at 9.30, so got to take a nap to yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, for uh, Maui, Maui people on a, on a Thursday night. But but you know what? I mean, it's lovely to kick off the first slide Academy screenings, um, the 18th annual one, um, with a full, full day of, of great films. I mean, really. So we do want to um, mention that um, a lot of people like to get the Fast Pass because, mm-hmm. you know, you can just, with the Fast Pass, you could literally just stay in there or you can go with people and you can also um, give a Fast Pass um, and have four clicks and then have two other people go with you or three other people. Um, yeah. It saves money. Yeah, we, it saves $8, I think, if you get the Fast Pass for four movies. Well, let, yeah, let me just say, you know, I talked about the single tickets for kids this year being 10. We have single t- tickets for adults that are 14, so if you were to come four times and buy a single ticket, it's $56. If you buy the pass, it's $48. Um, it's nice that you save a few bucks, but frankly, we just want more people in the hall, and this is one way to do it. It just makes it more of a community uh, sort of shared and experienced um, event when it when it is that. So, no. So um, anyway, so that's why we um, that's why we like people to buy the pass. It really I think it makes it easier for people to come. And you know, like like you said, you can share with family and friends. However, you want to use those four clips. You know, you, your wife, your your dog and your parakeet can come, or you can, you know, whatever. <laughs> however, you want to do it. I want to see the okay. films for dogs. I want to see those. Uh, no, <laughs> now we're bringing I, our dog. We're bringing our dog down there this year. That's it. She's did did you get? Is your how's your dog doing? I'm good. Candy's going to kill me at the back. Just kidding, Candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Consider no. it your 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 heart exam for the day. 
Sorry. Yeah, but 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 I also want to uh, remind people they should go to mauifilmfestival.com dot com, and uh, because not only can you share this, um, the fast pass is a is a great gift. In fact, I've given fast passes to people as holiday gifts because um, you know most people I know love going to these great movies there, and so um, you know it's a really lovely gift to give to people. Yeah, thanks. You know, it's a chance to just sort of you know see people you haven't seen for a long time, meet new people. We're trying. We're trying to figure out an easy way to maybe have the line, maybe not form the long, long line that it has. Here. <laughs> we're trying to keep, keep the, you know, we we're big fans of the Beehive. You know, we we want people to sort of you know serpentine through that area where people are buying, you know, having a drink or having a little something to eat. I just think it sort of coalesces the energy. So we're going to make our best effort to do that. It sort of depends on people behaving well, meaning they don't cut the line because it's, it's not as easy to keep a nice straight line if you yeah. do that. Yeah. But I know people will be respectful. I hope at least they will of other people's, you know, sort of more timely arrival and uh, and just sort of make it work. I think it's really important that we just keep that sort of little um, particle accelerator, accelerator buzzing. That it, that that I still think of it as a candlelight cafe. That the candlelight cafe is, albeit in the courtyard. Um, and also, you know, for people that don't know the Mac, the courtyard has a beautiful. I am pay inspired um, um, roof now. You can see the stars. It's, it's like a lovely spot. No, you know this whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, so here's that. Okay, um, and and um, you know, just as long as I got you on, we will do an update. But um, the twenty, it's the twenty second is the next one, and there's some huge, um, big big name uh, films on the twenty second. We have about five minutes, but I know okay, you got be real quick. the Brad the Pitt one. Film, first film is called Patterson. It's at 3 p.m. It stars Maui Film Festival honoree Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a film from uh, indie, indie film legend Jim Jarmusch. It's a beautifully and closely observed film about a poet slash bus driver and his quirky wife's, wife's lives. Uh, BuzzFeed, who I know people you know read uh, online and so forth, they buzzed it as a lovely fable about the fla- fragile, fruitful, and occasionally fraught relationship between creativity and everyday life. Life. I know that don't one. We all know it. I know that one, one very. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so so okay, then five o'clock. This is also one of the most highly uh, uh, critically acclaimed films of the year. It's called Manchester by the Sea. My, Matt Damon produced it. He actually had the lead role until a conflict came up in his schedule. He couldn't do it. He gave it. Uh, offered it rather to Casey Affleck, who's Ben Affleck's brother, who's been in a lot of great stuff. Uh, so he and Lucas Hedges, who's sort of a somewhat newcomer, he's had done other things. He plays um, he plays a young man. Lucas Hedges does the film. Also stars Michelle Williams, by the way. He plays a young man who um, is sort of given to Casey Affleck to raise after his dad passes away. Casey Affleck, Affleck was, was this young guy's dad's brother, and it's set in it's, it's from director Kenneth uh, Lonergan. People may know him from the film I always forget the name of, and I love about with Laura Linney and uh, Mark Ruffalo, where he's the near-do-well brother and she's trying to be the responsible parent to her kid. I just always forget the name of that film. i gotta, I got to get a tattoo. That's going to be my one and only tattoo. <laughs> just done not remembering it. Anyway, it's set in a seaside New England fishing village. Um, it's initially sort of a heartbreaking film, but ultimately really heart-opening and heartwarming. Serve a man who begrudgingly becomes guardian to his uh, brother's son, as I said. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, not one to have a soft heart about subjects like this, called it deeply poignant, unexpectedly funny, and an exploration of familiar love, community, sacrifice, and hope. And then last but not least, real quickly, all I have to say is Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt, Star. Brad Pitt, yes. And Allied. Robert, Robert Zemeckis' new film called Allied. Uh, it's a thriller and a, and, um, and a suspense um, drama set against the background of, um, of in- military intelligence following the Second World War. Um, 
Brad Pitt and Marion Cotard fall in love, and complications ensue. I'll just leave it at that. But it's a really powerhouse film, and um, it's a film we have before we hit the screens on Maui. Did it for Manchester by the Sea, did it for Patterson, did it for Moonlight, did it for Bleed, like for this, did it for Loving. I mean, this is really, you know, you want to see stuff on that wonderful screen, you want to see it first this year, this is the place to do it first. Friday. You, you got some uh, Maui premieres for sure, and you got some world premieres coming up too? Uh, those, not so much that, but, you know, honestly, Maui premieres are just fine for me. Yeah. Where I live. Yeah. So. Well, you know, I, I have to thank you because I know there's a lot of work involved in it, and um, I'm impressed by what you described. And it's always helpful, uh, Barry, to have you go down the list of films because uh, a lot of people don't know these films. They haven't heard the names of these films. Of course, we've heard of Allied and I think Manchester and uh, maybe uh, maybe one of the but, – but you telling us about it really does help. But, um, again, go to MauiFilmFestival.com because the trailers um, really, truly will um, speak to you. And um, – there's so many great films. Sometimes you can't go to all of them. So make your decisions and uh, and keep uh, keep uh, make sure you take time to put aside time to go and come out and uh, see these excellent films. You're always people are always so happy um, after I they would, go to these ask, films. I would ask one more thing for people into Instagram or Facebook or even Twitter. You know, please follow us. It's the best way we can keep in touch with you, especially if you know things change and occasions schedules have to change a little bit. It's the easiest way to get to you. See, so not coming down and not finding something there. I want to be clear, that does not happen very often, but it sure is nice when you get a heads up about something like that. Absolutely. We never, we, we've never given your emails to anyone else for almost 20 years now, plus actually more than 20 years to do it on the overall festival. So, um, yeah, just that would really be kind of great for us to know that we're really reaching people who want to be reached by the stuff that we're up to. And, yeah, that's kind of, oh, I promise, I, I totally promise, I'm going to, I'm going to have a Valium IV into me next time I go through the next film I'll be talking a lot okay. <laughs> well thank you so much for calling in I thank you so much Barry and uh, we love you and uh, we'll talk to you again we're going to have a few more interviews so have fun in California thanks bye bye Dan bye 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 and and speaking of that uh, we want to mention just in the last 10 seconds here that um, Maui no Ko'oi magazine is on Facebook too a good way to follow right yes we are, are I'm not, I don't think I'm on anymore yeah you are oh I am <laughs> <laughs> Your headsets are on. Uh, so, and what, what, how do they find you on Facebook? You can just search Maui no Ko'oi and it should pop right up. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Pinterest. Um, and again, on MauiMagazine.net, we have um, some web-exclusive videos. So basically what that means is we enhance some of our print stories with videos that relate to that story. So it's another way to kind of get a more round picture of the writing. Well, thank you so much for coming in. It's a pleasure seeing you and talking to you and happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much for having us. It's been a real pleasure. Aloha. Appreciate it. 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 Aloha